Well, hello everyone. This is Mary Hasbrook Fernandez, and I'm your host of Leadership Legacies and Legends Unleashed. This podcast is into its second season, and we've been lining up some great guests for you. I want to remind you that, you know, we come to you just as we are, and I want my guests to feel very, very comfortable. So I, I instruct my guests that, you know, they're free to interrupt me, or, or I get to talk it a little bit much, or if we lose point. Just interrupt me and we can just keep it flowing naturally. So if you see that happening, that's something we talk about in the background. Well, again, I want to welcome you to season two. And we're showcasing leaders and legacies and legends because they're from every walk of life and at, at, at every age. And people have so much passion for what they do. And tonight's guest falls right in line with a passion for service and helping and making a difference in the world. And I am so excited to have this opportunity to introduce to you Melody Hansley. She is the founder of MORE. This is Mothers Overcoming Real Life Experience. And she's on Facebook and all the other locations, but I want to give you a, a few minutes with Melody so she can tell you a little bit about herself and where she came from. So Melody, tell us a little bit about you. Well, first of all, I would like to say thank you, Mary, for having me on your podcast. I appreciate it so much. I'm honored to be here and I'm just grateful. My name again, Melody Hansley, and I am the founder of MORE, Mothers Overcoming Real Life Experiences. And this um, group, this organization, Coaching Business, was created. It started as a Facebook private group for mothers. Um, it has expanded now to daughters. Um, we have grandmothers. We have caregivers. Um we have dog moms, you know, because people all go through things in different aspects and different areas of their lives. And as a mom myself, being a single mom, I've had to experience so many difficulties in my life where I had to go through. So I consider those as hurdles. And now I offer coaching sessions to other mothers to help them to overcome their obstacles in life, whether it be from grief, because I am a certified from grief to gratitude coach. And I offer empowerment coaching at, at her shelter here in Portsmouth, Virginia, which is um, one of our domestic violence shelters for women and children. Mm -hmm. So I am all about empowerment. I am all about adding hope and inspiration to other women, to moms who are going through difficult times in their lives. That's my mission. That's what more is all about. Beautiful. I love the name more. And the fact that you have mothers, daughters, grandmothers, and fur mothers. Um, yes. The passion that you have for that that unique title of motherhood, mothering, is is very uh, appropriate. You know, as a mother, we have these huge experiences, array of experiences, caring for others and and, and reaching out to make a difference. But now you've created a place, a safe place for them to heal and be encouraged or inspired. Tell me about some of the. Um, different personalities or the different situations or maybe a story or two from your experience? Now, from my own personal experience, I've 
been um, a victim of domestic violence. Um, I've also dealt with narcissistic abuse. Um, being a single parent, I lost my mom at an early age when I was in my 20s. So I was very young and I had to rear two small children alone. Um, their father was sentenced to um, prison. So I go and, I, and I've talked to moms who have to deal with that issue in life, you know, mothers who have sons behind bars and mothers who, uh, you know, are raising their children alone because their fathers are incarcerated. So this is a, a personal thing for me. And, and it goes deep within from the heart whenever I'm reaching out and talking to other mothers. And it comes from my own personal experiences and knowing the hurt and knowing that deep, dark place and not want to see others there, wanting to pull people out. So that's where more comes from, just letting people know that they are more. And, and that's my slogan, you are more. And I speak that into women's lives every day. You are more than the circumstance that you are facing. You are more. And they have to believe it because that's the only way to keep going. Beautiful. You're seeding into their lives. And that big smile, I can imagine you looking in the face and the... Uh, the audience of women listening to you and they feel your love and they feel your passion. You know, uh, domestic violence and um, uh, the abuse, these things are so prevalent in our society. And during the COVID period, I understand they increased. Um, and with the stresses and the unique changes in our society where Almost anything anyone wants to say, they're saying it freely without concern for the impact of those words. What are your thoughts about what's going on in our world now and that increase in domestic violence and um, abuse? Being at first hand working in a domestic violence shelter, it, it just shows that um, we really in this world need to have more people that stand up for domestic violence and stand against it because we are in a place where now, even through the pandemic, the numbers rose so high. I mean, it increased because women were, and, and there's men too that face it, but we see more women than we do men. And these women are locked in the homes, can't get out, can't go to work. So it's no escape for them. Mm -hmm. And it makes it even harder because it's, you know, they need support groups. They need somewhere to go, somebody that they can confide in and not have to worry about somebody, you know, saying something to someone else, you know, and, and not letting them feel safe because that's what we want to be able to do for them is offer them that safe place. So many people are in need of that and they need that support to know that they are not alone, that somebody else has faced it and that somebody else overcame it. That's all a part of, of what the world needs right now. Transparency, vulnerability, because we held back for so long and we cover up so many things that's going on. And, and people feel ashamed and, and no one should feel ashamed to say that they've been hurt or, or they've had to go through a, a terrible time or an ordeal in their life. It's, it's not their fault. And we shouldn't make people feel that it's their fault when they do. So true. So true. And I know a lot of women in the statistics never thought that anything of that nature could ever happen to them. So they're shocked and they're silent on jobs and in families. How what would you say to a person who senses or thinks that their friend is in danger 
or is dealing with something that needs outside help. How would you approach that? Is that clear? Yes. The the best the best way to be able to approach that situation is is to see if if there's something that you're concerned about. Maybe reach out on their behalf. There are hotline numbers, there are support groups that you know you can reach out to and, and get that connection made for them to make it easier for them to be able to you know, trans, um, go ahead and, and go into that um, place for, for safety. Because sometimes people are in situations and they're never going to reach out for themselves. It, it may take something really traumatic to happen before they do. And sometimes it's just too late. So if a family member is concerned, then reach out, seek support for that person and help them through their 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 ordeal, their um, trying time. Uh, Definitely. That's wonderful. You know, I noticed also that a lot of companies now are making mental health a priority so that people enduring dark pain and suffering can at least go for the mental health part. So I'm very impressed with that because mental health and breakdowns and stress and overwhelmed experiences of being in a dark place, they can affect how you present yourself at work. And there are uh, signs and symptoms. Are there some particular signs and symptoms we as friends and um, associates can look for in a person that may be going through? There are signs, there are, um, you know, when people start to get really quiet or to pull away, isolating themselves, um, those are, are signs that something may be troubling, something may be going on. Um, if people start, you know, not showing up or things of that sort, you can kind of look and, and, and be able to tell. And it's good to go in and be concerned with them and, and not and not have um, them feel like they are in a place where, you know, they, they are being, like you said, they're silencing themselves because they feel like, you know, nobody, somebody's going to judge them. You know, they need to be able to feel comfortable mm -hmm. um, to be able to talk about their situation. And a lot of times people just aren't, they, they don't feel like they can trust others because of what they're going through with the person that they love or thought would be there for them. And they're having to deal with such trauma. So it, it takes a lot. And it's really, you have to go in really pretty much walking on eggshells when you talk to somebody about a situation like that, um, using the trauma informed approach. Mm -hmm. Very, very, very interesting. Uh, and very sad. The fact that we have so many people suffering in our midst, just like there's a food shortage and there's so many people and families that are having food issues. But this is on the other extreme. Um, I see here that you have a book you've done, 20 Beautiful Women, 20 Beautiful Stories. Tell us about that. Oh, I have to give credit to Saba Tico. She is a wonderful publisher and author. Um, she was was great with working, um, you know, to work through this book. Um, I met wonderful women, 20 beautiful women <laughs> across the world. Um, we worked together to publish this book. And it's a book of inspirational stories, stories of hope, stories of healing, um, 
stories that will ignite your soul, basically, because in there, you're going to find a story that connects with you at some level. Um, and you'll see that these women all overcame obstacles in their lives. Mm -hmm. So working with her in volume seven, that's the volume that I um, co-authored in. Uh -huh. We wrote stories about our experiences in lives. And mine was about losing my mother and going through grief and depression, um, being a single mother. So I tell a little bit about my story in that book. Mm -hmm. But at the end, I tell how I overcame with gratitude. Hope, that's hope. You know, that's it. That's, that's yes. hope. When they can hear and see that others, they're not alone. Others have been through something exactly like or exactly what they're going through. I just, I'm just so sorry there's so much isolation. I like the fact that you have a group, a safe place for women to belong, to connect. And I know a lot of people, like you said, don't trust people. But we got the social media world, and I've had to adapt and learn how to work in this environment because you want to look in the eyes of a person. You want to hear the tone of their voice. So what would you say to women about getting out of that lonely place and connecting with others? How would you encourage a woman not even knowing anything about her? How would you make that impact? So first you meet people where they are. Okay. That's that's most important. Meeting them where they are. If someone is shy, if someone is, you know, feeling discouraged, then you just meet that person where they're at. And that's what I try to do. Um, I don't push things on people. I just share mostly from my own personal experiences. And what I've realized is that a lot of people will look at me now huh. and they're like, you didn't ever go through that. I know you didn't go through things like that. But when God really comes into your life and starts to clean you up and heal, you don't look like what you went through. Oh, that's so. Don't look like what you went through. Oh, <laughs> this, this is so inspiring to see such a young woman who's making such an impact, which also lets us know that age really almost has nothing to do with these personal traumas that are going on in the dark. What's the age range of your ladies that follow you in your group? As from 18, because they have to be 18 to join the group to be a part. So it goes from 18 and all the way up. I have my oldest is 67. All right. Where can they find you on Facebook? So on Facebook, we are under Facebook. We are more together.com. Um, so they can follow that and together is with the number two G E T H E R, but they will see more if they go in and pull it up more mothers overcoming real life experiences. It will pop up with a group of ladies holding hands, standing together in unity. All right. I could see you speaking to companies, corporations, schools, organizations, because I believe that hope is in a voice of an individual who can stand and look at that audience, never knowing who's suffering, but just having this information to be able to find a safe place of like-minded women to find more and hope, more and hope. So your, um, your soul ignite, let's see, stories that will heal your soul, ignite your passion and inspire your divine purpose.
Wow. Impressive. Yeah. And we're going to get that book. <laughs> Where can we get that book? Yeah. So the book is available on Amazon. And I also have another one that I self-published and it's called You Are More. It's a 30-day devotional. Um, it encourages women to just wake up and get started believing that they're more. Tell yourself that in the mornings. Um, some women have come back and told me that it has blessed them, you know, very much. I have it set up where it's like a journal. So it's a devotional on one page and a journal on the other page. So you can write your own affirmation after saying that you are more. Well, so it's all about believing it. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm impressed. I'm so impressed with everything you're, you're doing. Where do you see your group in the next few years? I do see it expanding. Um, right now, we're hosting our annual retreats for moms. Um, our first year was through the pandemic. So it was really difficult, but we made it and we did it. And it, it was an accomplishment. It was a great um, time with women coming together from different places, never meeting or never knowing one another, had never met, but you would have never known it when you saw them together because everybody came together in spirit, um, just giving encouragement, giving love. And it was really a relaxing time. It was a connection where we uplifted one another. And I see that growing. I, I see collaboration with other organizations, with other women groups. I see it moving forward in the future. Yes. You too. As we get ready to turn the curve, we want to find out a couple of things to sum up your your goal. What is your passion in life? As you have said so well, we pretty much know your passion in life is. So my passion is to inspire as many people as I can to be able to add to their life the hope that they need to go forth. And to let them know that it's not over. It's it's just the beginning. When it feels like it's all over, it's it's just the beginning. Start yeah. there. Oh, so compassionate. I feel your compassion. How would you like to be remembered? For I would like to be remembered. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I would like to be remembered as a devoted mother because that's first in my life, my children. I would like to be remembered as a devoted mother, a woman who is full of faith because my faith is what keeps me going. Mm -hmm. And one who gives others another shot at life by giving them hope. That's how I would like to be remembered. Beautiful. This women's retreat, where can women get information about it so that they can get ready for this um annual what's the name of your retreat it's more together what's so together? more together mothers overcoming real life experiences together mm -hmm. and the retreat is when is it coming up again? and the next the next retreat that will be coming up october each year i host a retreat in october last year um due to some things that had gone on in my personal life i did not host the retreat um, but this year we're coming back again. Um, 2020 was great. So 2022, we're looking forward to be even more. Um, we are hosting it on the second weekend of October. And I do that in honor of my mother because that's her birthday. Um, so she's been gone for 16 years and I just want to honor her because it is 
from her, <laughs> through her, that I am who I am today. Beautiful. I saw some t-shirts in my research. Tell me about those t-shirts. So we have t-shirts even down for the little girls. So if the mom is wearing one, we have one for the little girls too. Um, I have two daughters, so they can rock them too. Uh, mine will say you are more. Theirs can say you are more or girl, you are more. So we have those available um, in the winter. You can get the sweatshirts. In the summer, you can wear the t-shirts. So they are on the website as well. There's also one that says I am more and it has words around it that says courage and love and just different things that you can tell yourself to affirm that you are more. All right. So I want to make sure I get that website so I can post it and others listeners can find you. And I want to make sure we get the link for ordering the T-shirt, you know, because we acting now can save a generation of up and coming uh, young women to let them know. They deserve to be treated like royalty and it's not okay for anyone to hit you or verbally abuse you or any of those awful things that by statistics are happening every day all around us to the point where we can save a life if we could provide more services like you do here. So I'm very impressed with you. I thank you so much for being my guest. Do you have any closing thoughts before we wrap up? I just want to say thank you. And that website is believeyouaremore.com. So believeyouaremore.com because that's what it's all about, believing that you are more. Oops. And thank you so much for having me. Oh, I am so impressed with you. Everything I've learned about you, your passion, the fact that you're out there and you're making a difference from women from 18 to 60 plus. And even if they're out there in their 80, they could probably come to you and yes. be in your presence. So this has been great. I want to thank our audience for listening. And I want you to reach out to Melody because she is a very impressive, action-oriented young woman who wants to make a difference in the lives of women. Her organization, Mothers Overcoming Real Life Experience, this is important because there's so much we want to do for our sisters, our moms, and our daughters. But sometimes we as family members are not the ones they reach out to. So in, connect with uh, her group on um, Facebook and her website and just share it at work because you may have people in your love circle who are going through something and you could, would never know in silence and in shame. And you, we is no shame in speaking up that you're being mistreated. So uh, we will be back uh, on Thursdays at 8 a.m. You can find us on uh, your listening sites for your podcast. We are excited that this is season two and we are introducing a host of phenomenal leaders, people making a difference in the world. This is a platform to share the stories of some of those amazing people and leaders, like I said, they come from all walks of life. Some are in the pulpit. Some are in our family. Some are in community service. Some are taking those 95 gifts and pouring them into the lives of clubs and organizations. So this is Mary Haswell Fernandez. I have had a pleasure uh, chatting with Melody. She is phenomenal. I can't wait to get to know her more and to see what we can do to elevate her presence in the world. We need more of the Melodies.
in the world. And your name is just so perfect. So thank you, listeners. Remember to download us. Um, remember to share, like, and comment. And we will be back on Thursdays at 8 a.m. Have a wonderful day. And thank you again, Melody. We're signing out. Thank you. You're so welcome. Let's see if I can get this. Bye-bye.